You're listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie with your host, certified life and spiritual coach, Naz Rose. Hello and welcome back to Third Eye Talks, beautiful listeners. I am your host, Naz Rose, certified life and spiritual coach. I'm so excited to have you tuning back in. The Third Eye Talks podcast has been doing so wonderfully, and I have all of you listening to thank for that. I'm very grateful for you. I'm very grateful for you tuning in, and you are in for an incredible episode today. I'm welcoming a beautiful guest who's here to talk to us about a subject that I find to be really interesting, Um, and I think she's going to offer us some insight that is really going to give us a... the ability to see certain things, to explore certain things, and obviously to find out more about ourselves and to aid in our spiritual development. So without further ado, join me in welcoming Lindsay Morlock, spiritual and intuitive coach uh, and an expert on hand analysis. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Naz. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm excited to have you here and I'm excited about this topic. It's the first time that I'm covering hand analysis on Third Eye Talks. I've always found it to be really fascinating, but I've never actually explored it in depth. So let's start maybe um, by you telling us a little bit about you and how you discovered your passion for hand analysis. Absolutely. So hand analysis was probably the first modality that I was ever exposed to spiritually. And it came to me at the perfect time in my life. I was probably 27 years old at the time. And, you know, on the outside, I had everything that everyone would deem a successful life, right? I had my master's degree. I had a great job and yet I kind of felt empty inside. And it was one of those situations where I was going through the motions of everyday life and thinking, is this all there is each and every day? Like we just get up and we keep doing the same things over and over again. And it just didn't feel fulfilling. And so um, I was out and uh, about trying to to go on this quest to find that fulfillment because I just mm-hmm. felt so empty inside. And yet everything about my life, right, should have told me or or would have suggested that you should be really happy. You should feel really fulfilled because I ticked all of those boxes in my mind of what success had looked like on the outside, but I didn't feel successful on the inside. I just felt this, this void. And so one day a friend of mine um, went to a workshop in the DC area. And, uh, it was about, you know, learn to read your own hands. And when she went home that night, she called me and she said, Oh my gosh, this is right up your alley. You have got to come down here and let's get our hands read together. And so I said, sure, I'm in. And so down to DC, I headed and we had our hands read. And the most amazing thing about that reading was that I felt like the reader saw my soul. She had been able to tell me things that I had felt deeply my whole life, 
but that I didn't show anybody in the outside world. And so it was a little bit of that moment where you're like, wow, this is wild. How does this person know all of these things just from looking at my hands, <laughs> right? In that crazy way that you're like, ah, you're starting to see a little bit more than I'm comfortable with, right? <laughs> but it was it was so fun because what she helped me understand and, and the thing that was most impactful for me about my reading was she gave words to what we call in hand analysis as the life lesson. And these were challenges and obstacles and things that I felt so deeply in my soul that I had hit up against my whole life, but could never quite pinpoint what the problem was. And so I had had all of these experiences in my life up until that point around, you know, trauma and shame. And it's not to say that those experiences didn't help shape who I was, but I was allowing those experiences to define me, to define my life experience. And once I had my hands read, it became apparent to me that it could be part of my learning. Those stories were part of who I was, but they didn't have to define how I was moving forward. And I realized that I had a choice and how I moved forward. And so I found the information, although vulnerable, I found it very empowering. And so fast forward to, you know, a few months later after working, I ended up working with this person who read my hands as a coach for a while. And I was like, I have to do this for other people because at the time I really felt like I was some sort of healer. I used to be like, Oh, but I want to be a psychic. I want to, you know, but I didn't feel (laughs) like I had any intuitive gifts. Uh, because I was so blocked. But the truth is, is that once I started down this path, all of my gifts and everything just started to open. But hand analysis was so appealing to me because I there's a scientific nature to it. And I felt like it was something I could learn with my mind. And mm-hmm. I didn't need to rely on my intuition in order to help people. So yeah. because trust, trust and trusting my own intuition is one of my, my life lessons in my hands. <laughs> So, um, how perfect, right? Yes, no, absolutely. And that's, that's quite a story. I mean, I think so many listeners can relate to feeling like your life should be something that you're happy and satisfied with. And, and you may even feel like, you know, ungrateful, like, oh my gosh, I have this great life going on and how ungrateful am I that, that, you know, I don't, I'm not happy with it, even though I have everything that I should be happy about. So I think a lot of people can relate to that energy and knowing that sometimes having everything on paper doesn't mean that you have that fulfillment on the inside, you know, fulfillment on the inside is so different from what you have on the outside. So I'm so glad that you were able to you know, have this friend who, let's be honest, it was probably no coincidence that she (laughs) said, let's go over there, let's get our palms, you know, red, and let's have our hands analyzed. And that it ended up bringing you to something that you're so passionate about and to to healing, I'm assuming, uh, in so many ways, right? So yeah, that's, that's a, a wonderful journey and, and good for you that you were, you know, open to it and that you went there and that you had this wonderful experience. So tell me, um, tell, tell, you know, someone listening in who doesn't know anything about hand analysis, tell us exactly, you know, what is it? Yeah. So hand analysis, you know, there's a lot of different, uh, schools of thought with hand analysis and, 
some people may have heard of this as palmistry. That's another mm-hmm. word. And there are predictive forms of palmistry and there are non-predictive forms of palmistry. So mm-hmm. it's important to make that distinction because the type of hand analysis um, that I practice is a non-predictive form of palmistry. So mm-hmm. the idea is your fingerprints are actually formed five months prior to birth. And they Mm -hmm. never change throughout your entire lifetime. And so when we're looking at the hands, right, the hands really provide a blueprint of your soul, a blueprint of the soul contracts that Mm -hmm. you came into this lifetime to uh, spend your lifetime either learning about and the gifts that you're here to share with the world. So those fingerprints, because they never change throughout your lifetime, they give us three key pieces of information. The first piece of information they give us is something known as the life path or the life school. And the way to think about your life path is there's this app that is kind of running in the background of your life that every single experience that you have, whether you're consciously aware of it or not, is always going to be on autopilot running in the background, right? So there's Mm. four different life schools. There's the school of service. There's the school of love, the school of wisdom, the school of peace. So most people fall into one school. Some people fall into two. But that's always there in the background waiting um, kind of, you know, for people uh, to filter their life experiences through. Then the life purpose, you know, the, the common misconception about your life purpose is most people, and it's a very Western thought, right? Like, what's the one thing I'm here to do? What's the career? What's the job? What's the, right? Everybody really wants to know what that one thing is. And I can totally appreciate and understand that because I was that person too. But what I have come to learn about the life purpose is our purpose is a way of being day in and day out. And the more that we align ourselves with that way of being, the more joyful and fulfilling life feels. But what often happens is we get out of alignment with our purpose at times. And when we are out of alignment, the way you'll know that is you're putting forth effort into the things that you're doing, but you feel exhausted. You feel drained. You feel fatigued, right? You're tired. Whereas when you are truly living in alignment with your purpose, you're putting forth effort into the things that you're doing, but it feels effortless. It's going to fuel you. It's going to energize you. And so people can bring their purpose into fruition in the smallest and biggest of ways. And so the Mm -hmm. idea with getting that information in the hands is what does that alignment look like for you? How are you going to feel most fulfilled, most aligned, most joyful, right? And so with the lesson, right, a lot of times people are like, wait a minute, is this like this ring of whatever fire that I'm like jumping through and having to get (laughs) to the other side? And here's the reality, right? We never reach a final destination with our lesson. It's all Mm -hmm. about evolution and it's about learning, right? And so what happens is we select the, the things that we're coming in here to learn about. And it, the equivalent, right? It's kind of like, this is what you've come into Earth University to spend your entire life majoring in. And mm-hmm. once you, you know, understand the lesson in one capacity, spirit then says, okay, now take it deeper and then deeper and then deeper. So there's never an, a way that you're going to miss learning your lessons because the Mm -hmm. universe is always going to throw you exactly what you need 
in the exact moment you need it. And healing happens in spirals. And so if something kind of passes us by, we can trust that it's going to circle back again. And we just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper with that healing. So with the understanding the lessons, what that can really help us with is, you know, when we don't understand what those themes are of the things that we've come in here to learn about, we can feel very victimized by our situations. We can feel like life is happening to us, not for us, but everything really is happening for us. Right. And so absolutely that's where I felt like the power of, of understanding the lesson, the sooner that you can identify what's triggering you and why it's triggering you, the faster you're able to stand in choice. And it doesn't mean that the lesson isn't going to be painful in some way, but it doesn't have to be right. Our, mm-hmm. our evolution is mandatory, but how much we suffer along the way that is optional. And so yes. I think the awareness yes of those lessons. It's what really helps us to not suffer through it as much. It's so funny that you, that you mentioned that because this is, you know, I'm a, I'm an intuitive natal chart reader. I've been a natal chart reader since I was a child. And I tell people same thing. I don't predict. And there's two schools of um, of astrology and one is really, you know, predicting. And the other one is really, um, exploring what are your themes? What are the things you're working with in this lifetime? What are the tools? You know, I I tell people, this is like your avatar. Yes. Here are your strengths. Here are your weaknesses. Here are your tools that are going to help you succeed. Here's where your trials are going to be, you know, energy wise, not predicting what they are. And what I find a lot of times is that, and what I love about natal chart interpretations is it's not about you knowing what comes next. It's about you knowing like, what are you here to learn? And once you know it, there's that, that feeling of satisfaction and happiness of, I get it. I get what my lesson is supposed to be. I get what it is I'm supposed to be learning. I get why I'm struggling in a certain area and why I continue to get lessons in that area of my life. And the more I master it, the more lessons are going to show up that, you know, by the end of this lifetime, I will have a PhD in this area of my life. (laughs) So, so I love it. And I, you know, it sounds so much like um, astrology and hand analysis have some of those common elements to it. It's a knowing, right? Where it's like, not to predict your life, not to tell you, how many kids you're going to have, even though there's a, you know, there's a whole area for that, but sure. it sounds like it's really more about knowing yourself and understanding yourself. So I love that. I think that's so wonderful. Um, can let's get, can we get a little bit into, you know, whoever's listening, them being able to put into practice some of the things that you do. So maybe, uh, can you tell us, the meaning behind, like, I always look at my hand and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so wrinkled for my (laughs) age. You know, I always look at my palm and I'm like, I have so many lines and they're all, you know, and then I look at somebody else's palms and I'll see like their lines are so deep and so well-defined and like not, not all of these little lines. So what, what does that have any meaning? Those like having a lot of lines versus having really clear um, like defined lines? Totally. So one of the ways to think of the hand is almost like a topographical map. So imagine if you're in an airplane and you're flying above 
right? Um, and when you look down, right, there's, if you're not too high up in the clouds, you can, you can see, right, the, the mountains, the valleys, you can also see, right, maybe the freeways running through different parts, right? And that's kind of what the hands are. They're a topographical map. And the deeper the line, right, it's like the deeper the energy or that current, mm-hmm. right? So the way mm-hmm. to think of the lines in your hands is like these little rivers of consciousness running mm-hmm. through your hand. And unlike the fingerprints, right? So the fingerprints never change throughout your lifetime, but the lines in the palm of your hand actually reflect more personality attributes, behavioral patterns, and they do change over time as your soul evolves. So lines might get deeper, they might um, get lighter, right? They might disappear altogether. And so Mm -hmm. there's a couple of things that those lines are telling us. So to your point about, you know, you feel like you have so many lines, you might have a very airy hand, right? There might be a lot Mm -hmm. of the air element in that. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes too, we can see a lot of fine lines too, when someone's got a very watery hand. So, you know, the texture of the hand, is it smooth? Is it rough? Um, Is it somewhere in between, right? Is all associated with a different element. Um, Mm -hmm. People who have very earthy hands have very few lines in the palm Mm -hmm. of their hand. You might just see three lines. And (laughs) most people are familiar with, you know, the three major lines of the hand, which your heart line, which is that line that starts, it's usually the first line that starts right underneath your pinky and kind of um, goes across the center of your hand to the other side. Then Mm -hmm. you've got your headline and you can Google all these too and and look them up and they'll come up pretty prominently. But you know, your headline starts under your pointer finger and then usually uh, goes the opposite direction. And then that lifeline really curves um, from, you know, the side of your thumb around to the base of, of where your hand plugs into your, um, your, or your palm plugs into your, your wrist. And so Mm -hmm. contrary to popular belief, the lifeline has nothing to do with how long you're going to live your lifespan. I want to deep. I want to debunk that myth because so many people are paranoid that they have a short lifeline and that means they're going to die. That is not what it means. It has everything to do with how grounded you are. So if you have a long lifeline, you're probably a very grounded person. Now, if that lifeline is flat, it's going to feel a little bit more like a flat tire. So you might need a little bit more energy, vitality. People Mm -hmm. who have short lifelines, we call them the gotta, gotta, gotta do this, gotta do that, gotta do that. Like they're busy, busy, busy (laughs) because staying busy is how that makes them feel grounded. So mm-hmm. that's more what the lifeline reflects. And then that's beautiful. So just to 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 go back a little bit to what you said, the lifeline that you just described, where whether you're very grounded or whether you are more of a go, go, go energy, that's the one that starts um kind of the lowest down the palm, right? So by the the thumb yep, and, and it kind of wraps around up. the thumb there. That one that's kind of curvy that wraps around yeah. your thumb. Yeah, that's the okay. lifeline. Yeah, I can see it. I'm a go go goer. There's no, there's a whole lot of, uh, uh like it divides at the end and then it's not so deep. So to yeah. go back to to what you were saying about the um the elements, because again, this is something that we see play out same as in astrology, right? Somebody may be, let's say a Pisces, which is traditionally a water sign, but they may have a lot of Aries in their chart, making them not so much like a Pisces, but much more fiery. So you're saying that different, um, 
there, I'm assuming there are four different elements and types of hands that relate, right? Is that right? There are, yeah, there are. And everybody, right. What makes everybody unique is, is the combination. So someone might have, you know, the texture of, of a water hand, but Mm -hmm. they also might have a lot of fine lines bringing in more of that air or, you know, sometimes, you know, someone has, a very earthy hand in that they just have those those three major lines, but almost mm-hmm. very few other lines, but maybe their hands also really smooth. So maybe they're, we're seeing that balance of, of earth and water. Um, wow. So, right. And some people do have like, I have a full air hand through and through, right. I just yeah. have a lot of air in my chart in general. So Same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that is just reflected. And people who have like, you know, if you have a lot of fire energy, we almost say there's like these deep haphazard lines. They almost look like Zorro took took his sword and was just like Uh cutting, carving these random lines through the hands that look very haphazard and almost Uh don't make any sense. So if somebody sees that on their hands, they're going to have a lot of fire energy within them. So that's yeah, so, so cool. I wonder, and and now I have to go and explore this after this is going to be my homework because <laughs> it sounds, it sounds like what is in, let's say just for myself, because I don't know if this applies to anyone else, but my chart is primarily air and water. And my hand is, my palm is very soft, which as you said, indicates a watery uh, mm-hmm. kind of energy, but it does have a lot of those lines. It's very, uh, lots of lines everywhere, which, uh, as you said, is air, right? That's an air palm. Yep. Can Okay. So, so I wonder if the combination of what your chart is primarily also relates to your palm that I love that. So earth hands, we have a lot of clear defined, um, deep kind of lines fire. We have some of those haphazard, like you said, lines with a lot of uh, like Zorro put his sword through them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, air, we have a lot of lines all over. And then water, what what would we describe as like a water hand? Just softness to the palm or what so do the they, lines They definitely like? have a softness. They can have a lot of lines as well, but the lines okay. are, um, they're, they're very fine. So air, air lines are also very fine, but mm-hmm. there is, uh, there is a little bit more depth to the lines that say a water line. Right. And we would also look at fingers too. And if somebody is, you know, printing their hands for me, it's almost like taking an x-ray of the hand. So there's other Mm -hmm. things too, that might contribute like people who have, you know, long fingers that looked, look very almost like seaweedy in a way Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. would give more energy, right. To that water element. Whereas, you know, people with an air hand, um, you know, the fingers might be straighter and, if you were to tuck your thumb in that hand would fit almost right in a shoebox, the way the shape of it is. Um, right. Where very interesting. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So, so tell us a little bit about some of the other types of things that we can find via our hands about ourselves and maybe describe to us a couple more of, uh, how we can find that. Yeah. So one of, I think the, Um, interesting things about the hands is, you know, you can have different lines on different hands. 
because mm-hmm. your right hand is how you present yourself to the world. Mm-hmm. And your left hand is more how you are at home, your personal life, your inner world. And so, and some people will, will ask, well, wait a minute, what if I'm lefty? You know, is this, does this still apply? And, and generally it does. There's a few exceptions to the rule, but generally it, it remains consistent in that way. And so when we think about the heart lines, you know, the heart lines, it is a requirement for us to really own our heart line type. Our heart line, think of it as the way you give and receive love. So when people come to me and they're curious about, you know, relationship challenges or even how they communicate in the workplace, mm-hmm. I really go to the heart lines to be able to answer that question. Um, Can you so tell us say, again where that heart line is? Right. So is the that? heart line, yeah, is that first line, it starts underneath the pinky. Mm-hmm. And it typically wraps, um, you know, up the hand towards either your middle finger, or it might go towards your pointer finger, or it might even just okay. go straight across the hand, depending on how long the line is. Right. But that's like, okay. your, that's your heart. That's your emotional system. It's, it's how you give and receive love. And so mm-hmm. it's possible to have two different heartline types, right? And so Mm -hmm. to give people, you know, an idea of the information, right? There's the hermit heartline and that's the person who's the strong and stoic type. They don't wear their emotions on their sleeve. Um, You know, they uh, show their love to people by the things that they do for them. I always say like, get the hermit an oil change because you save them time and they love it as a gift, (laughs) right? Um, Whereas what what would the hermit line look like? Yeah. So the hermit line, that line is a shorter line and it typically either ends or splits right underneath the middle finger, right in that vicinity. Okay. okay. And this is on our, on our right on hand, either hand, either hand can be either. on either. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then another heart line type, there's four primary types, you know, there's, um, you know, the, the big heart heart line and the big heart is going to stretch across the hand and kind of go up to your um, pointer finger. It's going to end around that finger. And mm-hmm. so it's a pretty long line, but these are, you know, the, the, uh, that like the host with the most, the person who's going to take in the wounded birds, they just love to connect. <laughs> they're, they're so interested in, in wanting um, that emotional connection with people. You know, they want to hear about your day. They want to help. And actually they're so focused on other people that the challenge of that marking is that they have a tendency to be so focused on others that they can lose their own center if mm. they're not cautious about keeping that balance within themselves. So that's, you know, the, the, area for them to constantly work on is how do I put myself into the equation of my own life so that I can continue to give to other people because that will make them feel good. And the thing about the big heart heart line too, is that when a connection breaks, it's devastating for the, for the big heart. So, you know, sometimes people with relationships challenges, or if they just broke up with a partner, you know, they might say to me, like, everybody's telling me to get over it, to move on. Why is this so hard? But if they have a big heart heart line, they're going to take that disconnection a lot harder than say someone with a hermit heart line. Who's like, I'm over it. I'm not dealing with my emotions. I'm moving (laughs) through. Right. Um, yeah. So then there's the the romantic idealist uh, heart line, and that heart line is a very straight line and a very long line. So it it kind of extends the entire um, span of of the hand, and will also end underneath the pointer finger. But it's just a much straighter line than that big mm-hmm. heart. 
And so these people think, think, think about how they feel, feel, feel. So these are people that <laughs> are just constantly in their head about how they feel, how about about how others feel. And so, you know, the challenge for them is they're one of their best traits is that they're so considerate of other people. Um, the challenge is though, is that if people are unclear with them about what they're thinking or what they're feeling, the romantic idealist is going to stew about and project like everything that they might be thinking or feeling. So they Mm -hmm. really stay in their minds about their feelings. And then, um, the last heartline type is the passionate heartline. And so this is like, I know who I am. I know what I want and I want it now. And this one, um, you know, also ends under the middle finger, but it curves right up to that middle finger. So it almost will touch it where it ends. And so, you know, I always think of the heartline types, um, like the sex in the city characters, you could almost mm-hmm. right, nail down every <laughs> single character with a different, right. Carrie's more of that romantic idealist. Samantha mm-hmm. would be the passionate, right. Miranda, um, would be the hermit, right. Um, mm-hmm. and then Charlotte is totally the big heart. So that big might help heart. give people, you know, the idea of like the different, you know, personas yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. But the passionate people, what's interesting about our society is we have people who have this passionate heartline, but for women to be, you know, bold and passionate, we have been socialized in many ways to play small, to quiet our voice, to not be so passionate, to not take up space in the world. And so people with a passionate heart line, um, sometimes we see at the very end, that line starts curving out to that big heart because it's almost like, well, I'm super passionate, but I feel like I need to, to, people to perceive me to be mm-hmm. more of that big heart because it hasn't been acceptable for women to be that bold. I think the tide is starting to change, but you know, the, mm-hmm. the idea with these heart lines is we really have to own who we are. We have to own our type. Mm, that's so interesting. That's, that's wonderful information. I'm looking at my hands as you're, as you're telling me these things. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what everybody much, does, right? I know. I love how much it it really gives you an idea of the type of energy that you're working with. Um, um obviously from what you said, um, I'm seeing that there's a beautiful energy in each one. And then they're, you know, because of that energy, they also have a certain area of mastery, a certain kind of uh, emotional mastery that they have to conquer. Like you said, the big heart is kind of, you know, they give everything, but then they don't give to themselves. And that might be an area where they can develop spiritually, you know, by, by beginning to consider themselves a little bit more in that, in that equation of love. So I love that. That's wonderful information. Is there, is there anything else there that we can, um, that we can identify in our hands really quickly. I mean, you've given us tons of information to start with. Yeah, but is there absolutely. Else? One of the easy things for people to identify is vertical line energy. So if you were to look mm-hmm. at your palms, just look at every single finger and mm-hmm. look at if you have any vertical lines that are extending, mm-hmm. you know, from kind of the base of your palm, or it might even be the middle of the palm and extending upwards towards mm-hmm. the fingers. You know, every mm-hmm. finger in hand analysis is associated with, um, you know, mythology, with the planets, right? So your, mm-hmm. you know, your pointer finger is the Jupiter finger. So if you've got a vertical line under that pointer finger, right, it's all about being 
someone who inspires, who influences, who leads, Mm -hmm. you know, the middle finger is your Saturn finger. And so, right. Saturnian energy is all about responsibility and kind of the, the practical application, discipline, career finances. So people who have vertical lines under there, right. It's all about Mm -hmm. that responsibility and, and are they taking, you know, aligned action? Are they in their integrity? Um, Mm -hmm. you're, the um, ring finger is associated with Apollo, right? And Apollo was the sun god. And with Apollo energy, right, this is about being your most unique, authentic, individualistic, creative self and putting that out there um, and, and being who you are. So people who have vertical line energy there often are super, super creative. Um, and then with the uh, pinky finger, that's the mercury finger. So this is all about, you know, communications and negotiations and, um, Mercury, right, was a translator and flew between the physical world and the ethers and, right, helped to be a bridge. So if you've got, um, you know, I would imagine a lot of people listening to this podcast might see vertical line under there because Mm -hmm. um, Mercury was also a meanings expert and awareness expert. So if you vertical line energy there, you're a seeker, right? A seeker of meaning. (laughs) And, And so that any of that vertical line energy, the way to think of it, it's like this urge to surge, this, you know, giving extra energy. It's like an extra current of, of consciousness and energy to support whatever finger it's under. Wow. That's so insightful. Oh my gosh. I'm enjoying this so much. There's, I love how it integrates, you know, the planets and the energy of those planets. I mean, this is really, really wonderful. And I'm sure anyone listening is going to explore some of these areas for for themselves, but, you know, just like it is with natal charts, I know that you can only get so much from some of these explanations, but it's not the same as having a full kind of natal chart interpretation. And obviously it's not the same as having somebody fully read their palms with you. So I want to go ahead and and open the space for listeners to be able to, to find you, to see how they can get more of an in-depth analysis. So can you tell us a little bit about where we can find you, where we can stalk you, you know, where, where we <laughs> absolutely. Let me help with that. Yeah. So my, the best way is my website. Um, and so my website is just lindsaymorlock.com L I N D S A Y M O R L O C K. Dot com And then my Instagram handle is Lindsay underscore Morlock. Um, and yeah, all of my information is, is on my website. People can book readings right through my website. And I actually put together a little offer for anybody who is interested in a full hand analysis reading um, for $50 off. (laughs) Yay. Oh, I love a third eye talks promo. That's so exciting. (laughs) Yes. Tell us again, what is the offer? $50 off. You said $50 off of a full reading. Um, and, and actually any of my hand analysis products, $50 off. And so any of those readings and just enter the code, uh, all caps, third, I 50. Third, I 50. Five zero. You okay. got it. Third I 50. All right, listeners, you heard there. And where can we enter this code? This is on your website. Yeah, it, you'll be prompted to enter a code um, when you're 
purchasing the reading. And okay, once, perfect. Yeah, once you're there, you can put throw that in and apply the code and it should take care of it for you. Perfect. So third I 50 listeners, I I tell my clients, I tell anyone who listens, you exploring yourself, your path, uh, your your natal chart, your hand analysis, these are all tools that will help you navigate your soul's path and your soul's plan with this knowing, this enthusiasm, this happiness, this just confirmation of who you are, what you're doing and, and confirming for you things that you know about yourself. So please take advantage of this offer and of working with Lindsay and on, you know, exploring yourself, you owe it to yourself to have that knowing. I mean, there's nothing like it, right, Lindsay? Totally. (laughs) I have enjoyed having you on, on Third Eye Talks so much. And I am sure my listeners who, by the way, I love because they are very vocal. They will write to me. They will email me. They will write to me on social media and say, hey, this episode was amazing. I need more info or, you know, I'm sure that they're going to write to me and they're going to tell me that was awesome. That was so much fun. And I was able to gather so much information just from Lindsay's, you know, explanation of some of these lines. So I'm so grateful for you. I had so much fun today. And, you know, I, I can't wait. Maybe I'll have you back. We'll talk about, I know you are also someone who not only um, analyzes the hands, but you have uh, information and, and guidance you can give us about soul planning and, and our soul, soul contracts. So maybe I'll have you back for something like that. So fun. Anytime I can talk about spirituality, <laughs> sign me up. Uh, I could talk about this all day, every day. So I love it. I yeah, love it. Amazing. Likewise. Thank you so much for having me. No, I've enjoyed my time with you and I can't wait to have you back. Thank you for being here. Thank you for offering your expertise. Dear listeners, go and take care of yourselves. Explore this area and use this promotion that Lindsay was nice enough to put together for us to explore yourself and your hands and the messages in your palms. So thank you, Lindsay. I will see you next time and I'll see you all next time on Third Eye Talks. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie brought to you by believe it life coaching follow us on instagram at believe it coach or visit our website for more information believe it life coaching.com